In Greek mythology, Atlas was a giant who carried the weight of the sky on his shoulders. And the name lives on today in the Atlas Community and Cultural Centre in Sydney. The centre's housed in a former town hall in Marrickville that was built in the 1860s. Inside, there are multiple shelves of books on Greek history and other topics... An old piano sits in the corner and posters supporting various political and social causes from decades past line the walls. And for decades, Atlas, which was established in the 1930s, acted as a social support service for the then emerging Greek community before such services officially existed. Calliope Kotis is a long-time member. Of course, as a little girl, I grew up in Surrey Hills, so I would assist many, many people, working class people at the time, social workers didn't exist. At 2am I would go to the hospital, St Vinnie's. There were young women that used to take their children, babies to be dropped off and the language uh, was not there. No services. There were no social workers. So from the age of 10 I had to learn very quickly how to take people for many health issues, couldn't pay their bills, power of, interpret, many social issues. Calliope's story is one that's familiar to many children of migrants who may have had a similar role thrust upon them. Atlas also assisted what were then known as proxy brides, the many Greek women who arrived in Australia for arranged marriages, in most cases with Greek migrant men they had never even met. Young women that used to come to Australia as well, married, being married off, the brides that were coming at the time, things were very difficult. So all that helped me have a better understanding of the social issues locally and uh, our organisation, the Greek Atlas, was a place that these discussions were able to be talked about. Like many migrant clubs, soccer was also a big part of the initial attraction for members. Sport historian and retired Melbourne University academic Roy Hay says for many new migrants, these clubs provided a gateway into Australian life. In many cases, um, you know, I would say a sensible migrant to Australia would get himself, because there were many of them were young men, get himself a job and then a house, and then uh, probably look around for an activity. But in fact, what happened was many of these migrants arrived, and within a week or so of arrival, they were at the local soccer club, because that was where they could meet people who spoke the same language, had many similar interests. And it often was the soccer club that got them the job, the house, and sometimes even the family as well. With a football team long gone, Atlas has now reinvented itself as a cultural centre, providing talks and film nights for the general public. There's also a small restaurant on the premises, which sometimes acts as a community kitchen. Behind the counter is Maria, a recent migrant from Greece. It's a pastiche, it's 
On the night SBS visits, she's prepared suzukakya, or Greek sausages, okra and dips for those gathered. Also we have souvlaki and stuff. Penelope Naum, now 86 and a member since 1962, is enjoying a meal. For her, the place is a second home and has been for decades, especially when her children were small. It's family. The family, very close, good friends. My children, they have, they enjoy. In the late 1960s and early 1970s, when migration from Greece was high, the club would often attract more than 400 people to its functions. But like many small ethnic clubs or organisations, it's struggling to attract new people, prompting it to broaden its membership base. President Michael Kodas has been a member since his youth. Unless we, uh, we bring youth into the organisation, like a lot of other organisations, Greek and other migrant organisations, they fizzle away. We've added to the constitution where it was primarily... Greeks only could become members. Now we've added uh, Australians or any other nationality can join uh, the organisation. What is certain is that the future of clubs like Atlas remains unknown. University of Melbourne academic Andonis Piperoglu says clubs like Atlas remind us we are part of a broader world. So even though they may not be populated like they once were, their signages point to a kind of global world. They show us that our suburbs are full of um, people from all around the world. Roy Hay says ethnic clubs inadvertently helped many new migrants gain a sense of belonging. The clubs were hugely successful in something that they they weren't set up to do, which was to convert the European migrants into Australians. These are part of our national heritage and should be recognised as such. And you can listen to other stories as well as special interviews in the In the Club podcast series wherever you get your podcasts. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News.